cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to an episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields, and with me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Michael Johnson, CEO of Metrics. Michael, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I uh, appreciate the time. Doing well. Thank you guys for, uh, for having me on. For our listeners that may be just unfamiliar with Metric, can you give a high-level overview of like the, the role Metric plays in cannabis today? Absolutely. Metric is currently the system of record for 23 uh, states and jurisdictions. So we're in Washington, D.C. and Guam, in addition to 21 states. Uh, Everything that happens in the cannabis supply chain, what we refer to as uh, from seed to sale, uses what we refer to as the track and trace system. Um, And that allows uh, state regulators and folks that participate in the ecosystem to have uh, really strong visibility into the data uh, and into all of the events that happen in a cannabis life cycle from seed or more more commonly from clone all the way to retail sale and kind of everything along the way. Do you think one of the areas that's challenging for some of the users is the fact that there's like some educational gaps in between understanding some of the regulations to be compliant in the steps? Because that has to be kind of a missing piece for a newer employee who's wondering why he has to take these additional steps that metrics asking it to. Do you think that could be an issue? It's 100% an issue. So we have 70 full-time support people. That's half our company. It's crazy. Um, I take support calls. I do not take them all day, but I take them because it's important that that we know what's happening. Customer service, the customer experience is absolutely critical. And so if there's three things I've heard uh, being a part of Metric and being in the CEO chair here for you know a handful of months, um, it's number one, support is critical. We need help. Uh, number two, training. We could learn a lot better. And number three, uh, performance, most notably the spinning wheel. Uh, so those are the three areas that I am obsessed with. I mean, maniacally focused, like my hair's on fire at at tackling. And so we can't make better decisions from a support perspective uh, if we're not really going to the front lines and seeing it. So that's why I take calls. And I will tell you, almost every call I've ever taken has nothing to do with metric. You think it has something to do with metric, and the folks that call it in think it has something to do with metric. But the reality is, it's it's about the regulation and understanding how something works. And well, why can't I move this package? You know, what requires a test? Well, metric won't let me move it because it's requiring a test. Well, metric won't let you move it because the regulation requires you to test and metric is configured to match the regulations. Has there been one area that surprised or shocked you that before you took the job, you thought one way and then, you know, into the job, you realized completely different than what you originally thought? Yes, I thought that the value that was provided was a little bit clearer to folks. And the reality is, is that I don't think it's not unclear. I think Metric hasn't done a good job at explaining it. We've definitely had our fair share of folks that have had their frustrations and you know, shared their perspective on how Metric can be better and sometimes just shared a lot of their perspectives uh, very loudly. <laughs> and I welcome that, right? Because we there's lots of stuff that Metric's done very well at. There's lots of areas where we just haven't. If I don't know it's a problem because people don't tell me it's a problem, then it's really hard for hard for me to know to fix it. The perspective, this kind of laser focus on creating the best government solution, uh, has been really, really strong for the government. Um, we we just need to shore up the other part. And so I was a little bit surprised uh, at some of the some of the conversations with folks, and it really opened up my eyes to uh, the importance of being that trusted partner as folks are kind of navigating the legal cannabis space. All right, let's do a, a new segment called Ask the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. 
Michael, why is California's cannabis track and trace data statutory exempt from the Public Records Act with access limited exclusively to the state's cannabis licensing agency and tax agency and law enforcement by request? That is a question for the state of California. We don't have anything to do with that. We don't um, create the rules. We don't create the laws. Um, there's certainly a number of unique reasons why I, I'm sure California felt that way, but I'd be speculating. There's a lot of limitation in data in every state that has a program. Um, and, and I'm sure they all have unique reasons as to why uh, we do the best we can to support the agency, support the industry, and uh, help facilitate compliance in a, in a strong uh, legal market protecting public health. Why keep a system in a recreational market that was originally created for medical? We don't need to track beer sales, right? So why cannabis? Well, I mean, it, it was created for medical. I mean, lots of software programs are created for different reasons, and then there's different flavors. Uh, I mean, cannabis seems to be tracked. There's challenges in the market. I mean, protecting public health is a real issue. There's in every single state, whether it's a metric state or not, there's been uh, different recalls. There's been scenarios where um, there's been challenges to enforcing public health. There's been a lot of issues as it relates to um, building a really strong, legitimate market that requires the level of visibility. Uh, that metric affords. It's about protecting public health, keeping people safe. And beer sales is not really the best comparison because, first of all, that's it's not something that grows out of the ground. Uh, of course, there's certainly agricultural elements associated with it, um, but there's a variety of different elements in cannabis that create um, some unique nuances in protecting public health, protecting children, um, protecting folks that might not appreciate all of the elements of cannabis, the psychoactive effects. We absolutely need to do the very best we can. That's really the only way that we're going to help build a sustainable legal market is one that people can rely on and have confidence in. Are there any assets, efforts, or strategies you wish people paid more attention to? Yes. So there's a lot of folks that that will talk about metric as it relates to um, kind of a compliance element, and they forget or miss this massive goldmine they have in front of them in RFID. And so... Folks that are struggling to make money or you spend, you think you spend too much money on people or you need too many resources, probably not taking advantage of RFID. Whether it's automated inventory counting, whether it's um, location and tracking of uh, nutrients that you're putting into plants or how much water or what location they're in, um, or looking at the yields on a per plant basis. It is incredible. And a lot of say, a lot of people say that's just too much. It takes too long. Um, the, I mean, it takes less than four seconds to, to go through an entire process from a manual process. Uh, of of weighing a plant if you're using an RFID enabled scale, um, and if I have you know a room of 100 plants, they're just not all going to end up yielding the same amount. And if for for many growers, getting 10 more grams per plant would be could be the difference between you know bankruptcy and being wildly successful. Uh, that level of visibility, and that data exists. It's there. It's passively collected. It's cheap. What's a feature request you get a lot, but you'll never build? We get a lot of questions about things that our partners do. So like ERPs, can we just add this one feature? Um, and, and we're not an ERP. And I don't intend to go out and sell things to, to retailers um, or, or cultivators. When you started your journey in the cannabis industry, what did you get right? And most importantly, what did you get wrong? Uh, what I got right is uh, I thought, it's like, all right, it's cannabis. It's just software though. It's fine. It's just a different product. That was right. It is just software. And and we can say that it's different and and it is. There's so many nuances with cannabis. But at the end of the day, the the normal tenants of software build a good product, 
make it reliable for people and delight your customers is the same regardless of the industry. Uh, and so I got that right. What I got wrong is I think that the effort to demonstrate how we can make compliance easier for folks, I, I kind of thought that would be a little bit, a little bit simpler. Um, and a lot of the challenges are things that I just didn't, I didn't fully appreciate. If you could sum up your experience in a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would it be? Find ways to think about the long game, right? Even in your, I mean, this has been a hell of a hell of a year. Uh, I guess the past twelve-ish months for folks in the cannabis space, it's very challenging for some folks, at least, to to survive and to find ways to keep their business going. I think about the long game, and you know, there's definitely dark days. There's definitely you know, days when the sun comes out, and the sun certainly always comes out after the dark days. If you can instantly change any aspects of operating cannabis to get metric from being desired, not just required, what would you change? Outside of cannabis or in, inside of metric? Operating inside cannabis. So anything that metric can can help influence to make operating in cannabis industry not just being desired but required. Yeah, I'd put metric in every state. It'd be a lot easier if metric was in every state and we create that standard because the state rules and regulations will always be different. Michael, for our listeners, they want to get in touch. They want to learn more about metric and they want to speak to you directly. I know you're pretty open. Where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me anytime. Feel free to email me. Anytime, um, michael.johnson at metric.com. Um, fairly, uh, fairly active at LinkedIn. Uh, metric is available at metric.com. Uh, we've got a lot of new folks in the last year. We kind of shifted our, our focus. So uh, there's some folks in the field. There's outreach. Uh, any questions, anything we can do better, uh, any way we can be stronger, please don't hesitate to reach out. I don't think I hear enough. Um, we really are committed to doing the very best we can. I appreciate it. I'll link it up on the show. And thanks for taking the time. This was fun. Thank you. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your cannabis business podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on Podcon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't, and I'm out.